Okay, it's Monday. I have no idea what the date is. 21st, I think, of February. Uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.15 a.m. I'm still awake because I've been listening to Joe, Robert, Joe Rogan's conversation with Majid Nawaz, um, which I think has been either delayed or I've missed it for a couple of weeks because it seems like it was recorded in January and we're now in the end of February. So they must have put it through some legal process or something because it's a it's a wild ride. It's a it's a roller coaster ride of um, evidence for things that that I've been posting podcasts about and I've been posting evidence about for ages, but. Majid Nawaz is, by virtue of the fact that he's a a guy who spent time in an Egyptian prison for uh, recruiting people to radical Islam, um, and subsequent his subsequent history is setting up a a group in London in Britain. And for for the world really to to explain Islam to the West and to um, reform or de-radicalize or rehabilitate um, radical Islamic prisoners. So he's got a long history of of doing stuff. He's got a long history that it means he's capable of seeing authoritarianism and totalitarianism in places where other people may not quite see it. It's an early early pattern recognition thing, uh, which I'm reasonably good at, which Brett Weinstein is trained to do, uh, which other people are, are good at as well. Uh, when I'm early pat, early pattern recognition is a skill uh, that I've got through um, tarot reading and astrology primarily, but also um, clairvoyance, uh, mediumship training that I did many years ago, all of which, well, the tarot and the astrology are all about recognizing patterns and putting together narratives from those patterns which is exactly the skill set that's required when there's a rollout of totalitarian power going on but it's slow you need to be able to see a pattern recognize the story behind the pattern without being paranoid about it so it's realism in subtle pattern recognition that's probably the skill that I've got uh, I do my best not to be paranoid and it uh, it puts me at odds with other people in the in the alternative media sometimes but I'm going to continue to do my best to not be paranoid I want to see reality I don't need to see my frightened version of reality I want to see what's actually there not my fear for the future, my fear of what might happen in the future. 
if I can put a narrative to something that's happening now and it projects into the future in a way that justifies fear, then I'll I'll do I'll say that. But if it doesn't justify fear, then then I'm not going to be frightened of it. I, I want to see what's actually there. That's that's my main aim in the in this kind of podcast world and radio world that I'm in now. So it's taking the skills that I've had for years and applying them to political uh, manoeuvring and economic manoeuvring and health manoeuvring at the moment. But that's basically what I'm doing is reading patterns in a similar way to the way I would read an astrology chart. Anyway, back to Joe Rogan and Majid Nawaz. It was a three-hour conversation and I should have been asleep at least two hours ago. But there's no way I was going to switch it off. So all I'm all I'm really going to do is recommend the Spotify conversation, and uh, I'm up, going to upload this. Suggest everybody listens to that conversation because it covers uh, the Great Reset. It covers the rise of totalitarianism. It covers the agenda for social credit scores and um, he uses the phrase checkpoint society or checkpoint Charlie or whatever so it's it's limitations on travel limitations on what you can spend your money on limitations on what you can say limitations on who you can speak to limitations on what you can think so it's it's a compression agenda really it's a it's a restrictive agenda that we do need to oppose and my way of opposing it is not to buy into a war narrative my way of opposing it is just to stand firm in my own freedom so whatever happens somewhere else is up to them but I'm standing firm in my own freedom and I'm not sure I can explain that properly but my freedom exists I already have it it's not somebody else's to take away from me it's something that exists by virtue of the fact that I exist and uh, invasion of that space is not an option as far as I'm concerned so an agenda to restrict my freedom is is not something I'm going to I'm not going to actively oppose it but I'm not allowing it to happen so I want to see it I want it to be visible so that I know how to respond to it because it's easier to respond if something's visible so that makes it more dangerous in a sense but I can I can respond in advance to some extent if I can see the pattern before the trouble occurs this is this is my theory and this is this is what I'm sticking to at the moment so what that means is I'm, I don't have to buy into a war agenda 
I don't have to buy into the battle of good and evil. I don't have to buy into the the dualism. So it's a it's a restrictive force that I that I can oppose by my own personal growth. So I sidestep the restriction and and maintain the freedom in a different way. So the freedom never goes anywhere, it just changes form in my approach to this. So it could be it could be a restriction that becomes a prison, but the freedom never goes away because it's freedom of thought. It's freedom freedom of assembly might be a bit more difficult in prison, but there's still certain rights you have to see people and have conversations but it's mainly freedom of thought it's a freedom freedom process so the, the freedom becomes literary it becomes writing things down it becomes recording podcasts it becomes engaging in conversations in the park it becomes engaging in conversations in bars and cafes where it's more difficult for the state to intervene and if it's public space then it it becomes a visible thing if the state intervenes so it, it's more difficult for the state to intervene if, if what you're doing is public and that's where there's another another level of freedom. So the freedom to be visible, the freedom to be public, becomes a key key factor. It becomes a key factor. Uh, right. I don't know if I can take that any further at, at two fifty. It's now two two thirty in the morning because my brain's not functioning as well as it would do during the day, but I'll return to this tomorrow and discuss it again tomorrow.